Episode 116 of the Hop Nation USA podcast, and I'm here with my co-host Adam. Yes, the Dan yes, Soder to my Big J Okerson. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't get references that are beyond 2010. <laughs> it's a it's a tight window, I'll admit. <laughs> not really. It's not a tight window. It's just you don't know things of the now. Nah, that's true. <laughs> you were making references to Don Knotts. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Before we just turned on the microphones. <laughs> and not even Three's Company, Don Knotts. Yeah, no, Mayberry. <laughs> Mayberry, Don Knotts. Which, so, you know, it's on TV land still. It's relevant. Oh, God. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, we are also joined by guest host Dennis. Glad to be here. Returning for I don't know how many episodes Ooh, now. I don't know. I think 20%. Yeah, we're just it's just a percentage mm-hmm. at this point mm-hmm. now <laughs> okay you're you're eventually going to get above Shaq's free throw <laughs> <laughs> one day <laughs> one day and we're also joined by another special guest brian llewellyn you may have heard him on episode 107 he was the organizer of the homebrew fest that we were at at the north hills homebrew festival for the serious shrine say hello brian hello Glad to have you back. Yes. <laughs> he followed that to the T. Say hello, yeah. Brian. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very easy when guests just say <laughs> what you want them to. <laughs> just guide them. Uh, but, you know, we have Brian on the show this week because Brian took a trip down to North Carolina and then Brian brought back beer. Ooh, damn. So many bees. Yeah, I know. Too much alliteration. It's but like Oprah Winfrey's <laughs> in here. Bees? Bees? But he brought back beer from North Carolina, and that means we're going to do a North Carolina State episode. Hell yeah. Mm. Hell yeah. Add another another pin to the map for Mm -hmm. those of you at home. And uh, thankfully, we are going to be drinking some good, good beer. Thanks to Brian. Yes. So thank you. And uh, welcome back to the show on an episode where you don't have to run around like a chicken with your head cut off. No, I do not. (laughs) You get to to come (laughs) and relax, drink some beers, talk some shop. And just breathe. Yeah. That's just, important. Just be. Put your feet up. I don't care. Sounds well, good. actually, no, because then you're going to be away from the microphone. Yeah, also, if he, puts, if, he put, <laughs> if he puts his feet up, I think he's going to be putting them up on Dennis. That is true. Going across the table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we all need to be playing so I guess we should be talking about beers. Yeah. So Adam, why don't you introduce the first beer brought back by Brian? <laughs> first beer brought back by Brian. Yes, that's going to be the theme for the rest of the episode. <laughs> so <laughs> who can do it? Who, who can do it fastest? Oh, who can do man. it? Oh, not me. There's mm. so many you could do. Nope. So the first brewery that we are doing tonight is D9 Brewing. Hey. Yeah, we've had them on the show. We've had them on our sister show, Yin's Brewing. Catch them on mca-tv.org. Well, we had their uh, legal advisor. Yes. Abby, he, he was on telling us about the do's and don'ts of opening a brewery. Ooh. And uh, we featured, oh, what was that crazy ass beer? I don't know, but it was good. It was like made with white chocolate. It was a sour that wasn't what? a sour. Yeah. Yeah. It was Chocolate good. and a sour? Yeah. It D, was. D9's pretty much known for their sours. Hmm. 
So, they, yeah, they're pretty good at wiling out with that. But yeah. we don't have a sour this time. No, we do not. Uh, we have, fresh from Cornelius, North Carolina, which is where D9 is based out of, we have the Hakuna Matata. Ooh. What a wonderful phrase. Oh, boy. I knew he was going to do it. <laughs> Just knew it. <laughs> it is a tropical IPA. If you want some numbers, 6.572. IBUs. IBU 72. Haha. <laughs> so. That's the anti-atom amount. That is. However, it is a tropical IPA. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you're going to find notes of mandarin orange, pineapple, grapefruit, and elderflower. I don't even know what that is. It's like elderberry, but bigger. Oh. I assume. Is it still a flurry? I have no idea. I made that up. I combined flower and berry. Is it a flurry? I just blew right by it. (laughs) Honestly, I would think elderflower would be more delicate than the berry. Maybe. I don't know. Let's find out. Let's find out. <laughs> yes. Find out question mark. Elderflower. All right. That's right. Or it's just the oldest of the flower bunch. Yes. That could be it. <laughs> so you have to respect it. Adam looks like he's mixing chemicals. Like he's being, He has to get it exactly right. He's like, being very cautious. He's trying to not short anybody that's on right. their pour. Yeah, that's true. Thank you. If he gained 150 pounds, he could pull off a... Uh, what was it, Professor Robotnik? Like oh. with that mischievous <laughs> smile he had on his face? <laughs> I mean, it's steady work, so I'd be all right with that. <laughs> steady work. You know, Peter will be all over you, though. You're just chasing down animals and trying to kill them. I mean, <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I got robots, too, so I'll always have friends. You don't even do your own dirty work. You <laughs> <miss>. <laughs> See, Dennis, you, you don't have to like jump to another bad you know animated movie that's coming up currently we have one that's relevant right now the the new lion king movie came out what are you talking about it's live action it's not live action no not at all it's animated and it's also apparently very bad i could see that yeah i was reading some reviews bad oh oh wow already (laughs) already bad okay so let's uh let's counteract that with something hopefully good hopefully from the beautiful people of d9 brewing out of cornelius north carolina yes looking at the beer it is very hazy Mm -hmm. and it's a deep orange yellow deeper than a straw not quite a copper no not no not copper (laughs) and uh it has a nice fluffy head to it really surprisingly didn't fish write a song about that I don't know. I don't listen to jam bands. Jam bands are crap. <laughs> Spoiler, they did. Okay. <laughs> Super zesty on the nose. It just flies right up at you. All the pineapple. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, on the nose, I get a lot of that zesty orange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm getting a little bit of the pineapple as well. Definitely get some vitamin C's and some vitamin A's in here with all those elder flowers and pineapples <laughs> and stuff. Well, then let's get some vitamin beer going. Yeah. And let's drink this. Fight the scurvy. <laughs> hmm. I'm there, Brian. I'm not too sure it's very tropical. I kind of agree on, with you on that one. It's a, a little bit up front. It's tropical, but then it Backs swaps off. right over into into a, a hoppy beer. Yeah. And it's hmm. sticking around just a little bit. It's a good... A little bit for you. It's mm-hmm. a good summer beer. It is It is crisp. I'll give them that. It's, it is a, a lighter fare. I'll give, them, I'll give them credit on that one. Well, I pick up, you get a lot of the tropical notes on the nose, but once when you dip in, it's crisp, it's clean. It just reminds me of just a little juicy, but there's not, I don't get a whole lot of hops. And maybe it's just my flavor profile just getting silly over this past year. I, I think over the top you've, hops, but you've I just, don't get a lot now. You've just wrecked your body. That's all there is to it. There's no <laughs> <am> recovery. Broken. <laughs> you are broken. 
don't know. I, I, I get the hops on the back end. It does have that resinous, you know, back end to it. Um, yeah. Kind of hard to find the tropical. Right. It is definitely more on the nose than it is on the taste. Yeah. Well, it's a bad thing. No. It's not a good drinking good. beer. It's still a good beer. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. t- it's one of those beers that you could just crush on a hot summer day. Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. if that was your first beer, Akuna Matata, you're just going to slam it. You think it'd be a uh, a good river floater? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I would or trail you... a sixer behind me <laughs> in, a, in a tube. As uh, you consume some grubs. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I did float in the river mm. on Saturday with this beer. Oh man! Oh, there you go. Well, then we've got firsthand experience. Was it or was it not <laughs> it a good very, river beer? It was a good, very refreshing. Nice slow float down the river. That was a very astute observation. <laughs> right on the money, some would say. Turns out this beer is river approved. Yes. Right on. Well, uh, I'm enjoying this beer. Mm-hmm. I think everybody else is enjoying this beer. It's good. Except, I get it. Except yeah. for maybe Adam. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, I get enjoying it. Enjoying it as best he can. <laughs> Hakuna Matata means I haven't had a bad beer from D9. Huh. <laughs> the streak continues. So that means for now we're gonna get into the news notes and neat of the week. Yes. Of the week. Who wants to go first? Oh, I'll go. I feel excited about things. Okay, go ahead. So the good people of Founders, uh, that uh, little scamp of a brewery up in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, little. They're doing things. Uh, sure. It's <laughs> one way to say things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good news, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> they're doing things. Great. <laughs> Insert proper nouns. <laughs> what else you guys got? No, they're, uh, they're CBS. That's one of their flagships. Everybody knows what the CBS is. That is the Canadian Breakfast Stout. It is being re-released again in 2019. Yeah. Um, but this time it is being released in 12-ounce bottles. Uh, so you don't have to worry about the big 22 ounces, the 750 milliliters, uh, having to find the proper place and time to drink it. You can just pop a 12er, be done, move on. It also gives you more trade bait. Yes. It also, and actually the 12 ounce was released in Canada, I believe last year. It was. The 2018 release. It was actually released everywhere but the United States hmm. in 12 ounce bottles. Right. So. Bigger's better. Yeah. So this time around for 2019, uh, it's supposed to be released November 1st. Yeah. Uh, it will be in 12-ounce bottles. It will be in the Bombers. And uh, it will also be available via keg. Uh, but the real news here is beyond 2019, they have no future plans to re-release it. Cool. They, At all. Uh, well, in, in the, in the foreseeable future was the, the phrase used. Huh. So it, I think it's something that's going to go back into hibernation like it did in 2011 and 2014. Or it's going to kind of go or, to the back of the recipe book. Or it's something they're throwing out there that get people to buy a ton of it and that sell is, it. That is possible that as well. It's also, marketing. It, it, that's good FOMO yeah. marketing, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And bring it back up for a big rush. Yep. Right. So, yeah, cool. Whatever. I don't really care. I didn't like it that much when it came out in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty disappointed with it then. I feel like I wasted $32. <laughs> yeah. Eesh. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the nicer thing about with the twelve ounce bottles. It's a little easier pill to swallow. Well, I mean, you can split it among friends. That too. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a little easier that way. Agreed. But whatever, do what you want. November first, or go stand in line for Goose Island on Black Friday. Do whatever. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. That's a, that's a real motivator. I'm just going to go over. I feel like I just walked into a Hot Topic store in 1998. Right? <laughs> yeah, I just kind of shrug my shoulders at founders anymore. I don't, it's like, eh, yeah, they still do some good stuff, but it's like, eh, whatever. 
So uh, I have a little bit of a local. That's a uh, good news. Local is good. Good news. Lincoln Avenue Brewery has yeah. finally got their open date. Yay. Do they? Yes. Excellent. When? As first reported on Breweries and PA website, uh, they are opening officially July 27th. That is a Saturday. Excellent. Yeah. So there you go. Go see. All right. <laughs> go, hang cool. out, go hang out with uh, Grant and Lisa, and uh, they'll be opening up. They'll have, supposedly, they'll have sandwiches and salads available for food. I, I I don't know if that's for sure going to be on the first weekend. Breweries and PA said it would be. <laughs> but <laughs> so it, if it's not, write them yeah, and tell them yeah, you want your sandwich. Right. <laughs> if it's not, though, it will be an eventual thing that they, they are going to have food there. Mm-hmm. You can even go back to episode 88 of our own podcast where we interviewed Grant and Lisa, and they told us that they do have plans for food. And uh, when they open up, they will have six taps, and they'll be expanding to 12. Oh wow! Yeah, they they like they're running lines for twelve. It's just you know first open right. Yeah, and they got to build, build up the supplies. Right, and six that, is still solid for opening. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that in Bellevue? Yep. Oh yes. Yep. Right on right on the strip of uh, you guessed it Lincoln Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> right on the main street. Well, there is a Lincoln Avenue in Melville. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Dennis, what yeah. is? up with you so we got a couple things coming up so our biggest thing that we're happy to be a part of is fresh fest yes um which it's even fresher this Uh, year um that's how sequels work that's how yeah that's how (laughs) that's how they get down um so we were a part of it last year so this year it's august 10th um super pumped they're actually having garrett oliver come out which is the master brewer for brooklyn brewery so they have like a ton of people in the craft beer industry that saw how grave an event it was last year and want to take part in it this year so that's super cool um we got together at day bracy and mike uh potter for um to do a collaboration brew box together so we got some of the most dopest swag that they have and we show, showcasing it in our brew box and we partnered with uncle jammy sauces which you guys probably Sows. have seen oh, yeah. him on previous episodes um but we teamed him up with east end and black brew culture their brew ipa we actually made a fresh to death barbecue sauce which we're soup yeah it's going to be really really tasty tried some the other day um got a nice bottle label on there so we're putting that in our brew boxes so definitely jump on the website first at brewbox.com check that stuff out um we're also doing some pre-game fest for fresh fest uh this month if you're in pittsburgh go on down uh to fury brewing in Irwin, pa so we're gonna be doing some stuff with those guys NX Brewing in Homestead, we got an event coming up. We're going to do a Fresh Fest brunch with those guys. So just stay tuned. We got a lot of really unique stuff coming up. So if you're listening on a Friday, as As you you should, should, you can go down to Fury right now. And Dennis and the guys down at Fury will be hanging out and showing showing off some Fresh Fest goodness. Yes. Yes. And Brian, what's new in your world? We, we've talked to you before. You, you're part of Tap That Pittsburgh. That's your home brewing outfit. Correct. I, I know you guys were a part of the uh, Oakmont Yacht Club home brewing fest. Yeah, that was our first time going to that event. It was a nice little event, 14, between 14 17 brewers. Um, they had BJCP judges there to um, judge the winning beer, which was going to be brewed at Leaning Cask. I'm not sure when. They haven't given a date on that yet. And the uh, home brewer that won that, his name is Justin Goodfellow from Goodfellow Brewing. And 
We have a, another uh, Brewfest coming up in August, August 24th actually, at Cooper's Lake Campground. Um, that is an all-weekend event. Uh, Friday night is a brewers-only event, and Saturday is open to the public. Uh, last year there was well over 100 brewers there, and countless beers. Um, and if you're a brewer... 192. 192? Wow. It was counted. <laughs> um, we try so to drink them all. <laughs> Count full beers. Yes. Maybe that's why I don't remember. Um, yeah, and uh, I'm not sure how much it costs to get in on Saturday for the public, but you go online and... Whatever that up. price is, yeah. it's a it's bargain. It's well worth it. Yeah. Well worth it. Um, and if I think that also includes your camping for Saturday night if you pay to mm-hmm. go to the event. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, that's nice. Yeah, yep. Yeah, it's a great time. Yeah, if you're if you're a home brewer, you can stay there for free and camp the weekend. You just have to uh, you just have to brew a batch while you're on site. Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Talking about paying your way. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They don't say what you have to brew. They don't say yeah. To brew. You just have to brew. <laughs> like we were there and we saw people just brewing like little one gallon batches. Mm-hmm. Some people were, and then some other guys they had a giant RV and they were brewing two twenty gallon batches. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, they're going to yeah, town. It was madness. <laughs> Must be nice to have money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, but I mean, that's the thing. You'll run the gamut from everybody, just like small brewers like Adam and myself, mm-hmm. to the guy who was a, he he works for Church Brew Works as like one of their maintenance men but he's also a brewer himself and he had this giant electrical setup that was like all automated man he had 13 taps pouring he yeah it was a thing of beauty it looked like like an old saloon or something yeah yeah, yeah. everything set up it was oh my god it's like you run away from home and you travel three days through the through the woods and you come upon this (laughs) except for it's only 40 minutes from (laughs) from pittsburgh so it's yeah even better But yeah, cool. Yeah, we'll probably see you up at Cooper's Lake then. Good deal. Yeah, we had a good time last year going, so yeah, we'll probably go again. Mm-hmm. Yes. And maybe this time we won't bring cameras. Maybe this time we won't, <laughs> we'll, yeah. We'll be much more mobile. Yeah, we'll just <laughs> go to drink. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So I got a one last news story, and this one I tied into our theme for the evening. Okay. So it's a North Carolina news story, but it's uh, coming from, you know, North Carolina and uh, NC State has paired with new belgian brewing uh and they have a collaboration beer coming out called the old toughy lager old toughy <laughs> old toughy who old or toughy. what is an old toughy i don't know that's okay. just what they called it but it is featuring the uh, wolf pack mu- mascot okay hmm. yeah so, i wonder if that's the name of the mascot old toughy i don't think it is because i searched and it didn't come up if you search old toughy all you get is the beer See, I would think if you search that, all you get was a $2 steak. That's the thing. It, it, it's just meant to be like a throwback beer. Okay. Because they're even using like the old Wolfpack mascot. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. So it's like an old throwback to like, I don't know, like they're trying to be an Iron City. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, it, it it's going to be available next month in August. And because the state just passed laws that allow uh, universities to sell beer at their sports venues... There's a good chance you'll see this at the NC State hmm. sports venue. So get so. yourself an old toughy. Yes. But yeah, it was brewed in collaboration because uh, the, the college has its own brewery and it has its own brewing program. I did not know that. Yeah. So they're trying to encourage 
things you know to encourage people to actually use it well i mean in the state of north carolina that makes complete sense right you know, if you have towns like like Asheville and even charlotte is coming up yeah lickety split yeah there is ample opportunity to use that knowledge and yeah. education and, and what it what it does is because they paired with new belgium who is based out of Asheville, mm-hmm. and they also and new belgium actually also did an uh, a sister version of the spear in colorado Oh, okay. Where they originally, originally right. from. They're doing this pairing because they can encourage students to get, like, internships and things like that. Hmm, gotcha. The, the collaboration, you know, kind of transfers into work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's, that's all, pretty cool. All good things. Huh. That's your news for North Carolina. You can't drink yet, <laughs> but you can brew. Yes, you can brew. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's the good news from North Carolina. Right the on. other good news is that this D9 beer is still very good. Yeah, <laughs> it's tasty. Get a little bit more orange as I more and more I drink it. Mm-hmm. I I see that everybody went back to get more. That's true. Sure. To me, that's the seal of approval right there. Yes, it is. Cl- it's a very drinkable beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really clean. It's very like easy drinking. It it has almost like a West Coast IPA taste to it. It's just the more the mellow maybe. Huh? A little bit more mellow? Little, yeah, maybe a little bit more mellow, but it still has the good bitterness that it's not, you know, it's signaling that it's not just some New England IPA hmm. that's, like, all soft and stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't drink those soft IPAs. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you say we take a quick break? Yes. Shut her down? Yes. Come back segment two, new beer, new information? All kinds of stuff. And Dennis will still be here. Uh, That's weird. Don't do that. That's just sounds that my body makes. I can't (laughs) help it. As you get older, Adam, things happen. I'm older than you. (laughs) I've lived a very hard life. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. We will be right back. First Sip Brew Box is a -a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Welcome back. It's segment two of episode 116 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. We're doing a North Carolina episode so let's raise up, take our shirts off, and twist them around like helicopters. Ooh, I like it. Yes. Little Petey Pob. Little Petey Pablo. Yeah, man. Little Petey Pablo. <laughs> you like that? Little Petey Pablo. <laughs> I used to sing that randomly, and uh, that song almost caused my wife to leave me, so I will not sing that again. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Well, you can't sing it now because we don't have the money. No. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and I, I bet Petey Pablo is hurting for money, so he's just looking Dude, for people yeah. to sue. Everybody getting sued these days. We ain't got Petey Pablo money. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, though, I'm going to let Dennis introduce beer number two that Brian brought back all right let's jump in on this so go ahead so the breweries Catawba 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 out of North Carolina they actually have four different locations throughout North Carolina which is super cool uh the beer we're having today is called white zombie it's actually a white ale clocking in at 5.1 percent seven IBUs yes so this is an Adam yes. friendly beer. This is a break. So, it's a PG 13 of beers. So I'm, I'm definitely right super with pumped to jump into this. Um, so 
Yeah, that's it. That's all I'm going to say about it. Okay. There's just too much to read. I, I, I did do a little reading, and they, it, it originally started as a, a seasonal Halloween beer. Makes mm. sense. But they said because it's so refreshing and so good that they'll just produce it year-round now. All right. I'm glad you cleared it up because I'm wondering why I got a beer called White Zombie in the middle of summer. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and they actually, uh, some of the literature they put out there is, don't be scared to blow the head off of a zombie. <laughs> Jesus. Right on. <laughs> Man. Okay. Well, yeah. Let's crack this bad boy and see what we got. Well, you're blowing the head off of it right now. <laughs> so looking at this one, it's very, very hazy. Like, it's even more opaque than the last oh, one. Oh, yeah, it sure <laughs> is. But it's not as uh, dark. It's very much just a pale straw. Yeah. Yep. But uh, got a nice white head on it. Yeah. Fluffy as it should be. Mm-hmm. It's a wit beer. It should be fluffy and big. Damn right. <laughs> yeah. It should be. <laughs> you know what's good for you, white zombie. <laughs> Belgians give good head. And that's just the fact. <laughs> that's just how the world works. <laughs> how is that not a t-shirt? I don't know. I'm sure it is on some shitty website that's not ours. That's not <laughs> That's not tpublic.com. Thank you. That's not tpublic.com. <laughs> yeah. Search Hot Nation it. USA for all the best craft beer t-shirts. <laughs> on the smell, I get some funk. I should have thrown yeah. out what some of the notes were on this, huh? Probably should have did that. Okay. Um, additions of coriander, orange peel, it give yeah. it a fruity and spicy character. Mm-hmm. As most wits should. Agreed. Both coriander and orange. <laughs> I feel like you're the world villain for Belgians and wit beers. Like you're just threatening companies making these as they should. As they should. Well, yeah. You don't call it a wit beer if it's not going to have coriander. It should be spicy and it should be orangey. <laughs> Steve will knock on your door and he'll let you know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. You know, a BJCP judge, but <laughs> you don't messed up, eh, Ron? <laughs> there goes the wit beer I just made on Friday. <laughs> Say he's not the judge, but he's the judge. Jury and executioner. Did, did you throw peppercorn in it? I did not. <gasps> yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I just used the whip beer base. <laughs> okay. You're so mean, Steve. <laughs> not, well, no. Here's the thing. Homebrewing is different because homebrewing is just basically anarcho-communism. Mm. You just do whatever you want. It yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> well, wouldn't that just be all red ales? No, because it's still anarcho. <laughs> I'm, I'm going it's on di- that. I know, but it's different. <laughs> Were you making a Red Scare joke? Uh, yeah, a little you com- slang communism? A little McCarthyism right. up sure in this piece? Uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> Stop trying to blackball homebrewers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, better red than dead, comrade. <laughs> it's very it's good. good. Mm. Very good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they, they hide all seven of those IBUs nicely. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. They sweep it right under <laughs> the rug. Right. <laughs> Like any child saying his room is clean. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't look in there. <laughs> yeah, that's good, though. It's got, it's got a nice little bit of a spice to it up front, and then it's just very refreshing overall. Mm-hmm. I understand why you can find this in July. <laughs> but oddly enough, I do find a little bit of creaminess in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I like that. Mm-hmm. It's definitely tasty. Not and you do pick up a little bit of that um, spice character to it, but it's, again, just super smooth. I guess all these are semi-summer beers because it's summer in yeah. North yeah. Carolina. And it's really hot down there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm always surprised by any state south of Virginia that brews stouts. Mm. <laughs> just like Florida and the Cigar City. Yeah. I don't understand how they have stouts down there like they do. They got them. Air conditioning. 
Well, yeah. Yeah, That's the only reason. Only, yeah. <laughs> like, they have good stouts down there. I feel like no state below Virginia should have good stouts, <laughs> but sometimes they do, so. <laughs> they just pop up. Yeah, they should just, like, uh, have a little thin... <laughs> I still drink sauce in the summer. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Same. oh yeah. That's yeah, that's all of us up here. But we can <laughs> all weather is stout weather. Yeah, that's right. There's another t-shirt idea. Yes. All weather is stout weather. Just not for winter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, overall, I like this beer. Mm-hmm, me yeah. too. Yeah, and the can's mm. nice. Yes, the can is nice. Good simple. can art. Simple, mm-hmm. purple, white zombie. There you go. <laughs> you know it's in there. Done. <laughs> yeah. Easy peasy. It's a nice can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Easy peasy aluminum squeezy. Ah, <laughs> so who would like to learn a little bit more about North Carolina and the beers they brew and the history of brewing beer in North I Carolina? Me, me, me. Thanks, everybody. That's good help. <laughs> <laughs> I would feel really bad if I didn't have <laughs> support <laughs> from viewers like you. <laughs> I felt like this was more of a New Mexico episode. <laughs> what do you got on that? We're not going to do a New Mexico episode for probably about three years. <laughs> Somebody needs to find their way out there. <laughs> or just find a way to send us beers. Right. Yes. Or I just feel be like nice. that's cheaper and easier. <laughs> it totally is. Go to, Me- go to New Mexico. <laughs> we'll even take old Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Any Mexico you want. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, we'll work on New Mexico. But for now, we're in North Carolina. And North Carolina's brewing culture starts all the way back in the year 1585. This is a deep dive. Yes. This is when the first recorded instance of brewing happened in North Carolina on Roanoke Island. Ah, okay. The old English settlers. Yes. Ah. With their buckles on everything. (laughs) On their hats and on their socks. They came up with beer. You know about people who disappeared? Uh, I don't think, maybe, is that that story? Is that the settlement? Oh, you know what? Is that the settlement is that there two Roanokes? There's Roanoke, Virginia. Yeah, there's, there's Roanoke, Roanoke Island. I don't know, one yeah. of them didn't make it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so not these ones, because we have beer there. So <laughs> Might have been both of them. <laughs> I believe that is the, the lost colony. Yes. Yeah, yeah, one of them, yeah. That, that's a, near the small town of Manteo, North Carolina. Okay. There you go. All right. It's it's just off the the Outer Banks. Okay, good. Oh, there you good, go. Good. Good fact. So, so that, wait, different place or same place? It might be the same place. Might be the same. So place. that would yeah. be eastern part of North Carolina. Yes. Hmm. Maps on the, on the ocean side. On the ocean side. <laughs> yes, on the ocean side. <laughs> they, it was 1585. They hadn't really made any roads inward yet. <laughs> they just landed, then started brewing. <laughs> oh, so they mis they misspelled the name. Instead of Roanoke, it should have been Rhodes. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. Well, yeah, that was... That's actually pretty good for Adam. That yeah, it's was, pretty, that good. Was pretty, it's pretty good. good. That was witty. I like He it. could have also gone with, that's the old English. <laughs> oh, uh, it only comes in but 40s. But if you're at the beach, yeah. why do you need a road inland? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that was the first one. But for the most part, brewing in North Carolina happened in the home. Most people just homebrewed. Everybody mm-hmm. just had their own little batches. Just before the man wanted a cut. Yeah. Uh, really, only taverns only sold beer that was imported from England mm-hmm. and, and the other uh, you know people that are coming through that, like the Spanish and the Dutch. And uh, the other beer that was sold in taverns was like stuff from the north. So everything that was brewed in PA and New York and things like that. Mm. Otherwise, you were just drinking your own stash. 
it, it was after the Revolutionary War that people actually began to switch to whiskey. Hmm. And that's partially because, like, resources started drying up. They weren't getting as many imports from England. We weren't on the greatest of terms. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they started... Get your own colonies. That's right. <laughs> well, we'll find your own. <laughs> I am the captain now. Yeah. It's like, you're so smart, you find your own. You don't want to be a part of the empire anymore? All right. Well, fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, people started distilling their own whiskey because, one, it took up less space. Mm-hmm. And two, you get more bang for your buck. That's true. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's whiskey's pretty good. We don't do a whiskey show because we need to be able to walk. We, yeah. need, we need to be able to work and walk and That's do true. all those things after the show. <laughs> uh, the interesting thing about um, North Carolina, though, is, again, they got hit around Civil War times. Mm-hmm. And because Abraham Lincoln basically shut off supply lines, that once again, they outlawed brewing during the civil war because they had to save all the grain for actually eating Mm. (laughs) that's a pretty good reason yeah it's like i mean if you're gonna have one right yeah you you can't screw around with your grains (laughs) i won't get drunk yeah you you have to have food so yeah it, it was outlawed and then after the civil war just a lot of people weren't into alcohol and they started just like allowing communities and areas to uh, outlaw and become dry counties Mm. and they just put it up to a vote to the community Hmm. and it was so popular that uh, north carolina became the first state to go full prohibition in 1908 really yeah i did not know that yeah wow 12 years yeah 10 11 yeah 12 years before the 18th amendment hmm i figured that that would have been like a mississippi yeah you would think but no it was north carolina huh they're okay just, then. They just dipped. They're like, nah, we don't nah, want it. We're out. Yeah, we don't want it. No degenerates here. Yeah. Uh, then in 1933, when the repeal was up, they were one of two states to uh, vote against ratifying it. Really? Yeah. They they basically voted three to one to keep prohibition in place. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. Even still, after it was passed in 1933 and prohibition was repealed. Uh, North Carolina still didn't serve alcohol until 1935. Wow. It was two years later that they finally sold alcohol again. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> so up until then, they really didn't have any breweries. They didn't have anything going on. It was in 1936, though, that the Atlantic Beer and Ale Company opened up in Charlotte. And it was the only brewery <laughs> that was post-prohibition. Oh, wow. In the 70s, Schlitz and Miller, they moved in and opened up. Really? Yeah. They, they, they saw they opportunity. Money. Yeah, they saw opportunity. <laughs> I And I think it. we even see it now today with all the breweries who open second locations like New Belgium and Sierra Nevada. Mm-hmm. I think n- North Carolina has this good logistics point. They do. <laughs> yeah, because you can reach the, the northeast very, right. very quickly. You can go up north to us or you can go down south to Florida. Right. right. It's about the same Pretty travel. strategic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And those people must have been thirsty after so long of not having anything. Right. <laughs> and so that's why you see Schlitz and Miller move in. Because hmm. they're just like, well, we can distribute to all these areas. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was in 1985 that they finally made brew pubs legal. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty recent. I was alive. I mean, in the yeah. grand scheme of yeah. yes, we Yes, we were all alive at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, it was 1986 
that the Weeping Radish Bavarian Restaurant opened, the first brew pub in North Carolina, hmm. and is now currently the oldest microbrewery in the state. Wow. It still continues to operate. <laughs> and I believe that is also in eastern North Carolina. Squiggly direction. <laughs> it is. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, opened up by Yuli Benowitz. He was a Bavarian immigrant. And uh, his his philosophy for brewing in North Carolina was he wanted to follow the Reinheitsgebot laws. Mm. Ah, yes. The purity laws. And he continues to follow them today. So most of the beers you find aren't going to be wild and crazy. It's just a lot of old school styles. I think Adam would be a big fan of this place. Absolutely. Because, yeah, it's just like a lot of old school. They have like the Oktoberfest, obviously, for seasonals. Hell yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> they really still around. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're still around. They're still open, which is interesting because we find like a lot of the other states that we've profiled, you find little breweries pop up here and there in the 1990s, but they all close before the 2000s mm-hmm. or you know the the oldest one you find is 1994 this one has been around since 85 so that's a long ass time yeah. for <laughs> uh the interesting thing they added is they a couple years ago they decided to apply the reinheitz kaboot uh philosophy to the food they bring in as well oh okay so they have like an on-site butchery and they try wow. to source all the food like within 200 miles Makes sense. Of them. So they, they, you know, try to avoid additives, preservatives, and they keep it out of both the beer and the food. They definitely subscribe to the farm-to-table right. initiative. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. <laughs> for sure. So, yeah, it just seemed like a really cool place. Uh, and uh, on top of all of that, they have a sausage flight. Yes. So <laughs> That sounds delicious. Yes. Yeah. So you can get a beer flight and then a sausage flight. <laughs> oh, man. And that uh, that definitely appeals to people in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're ever down there, check out Weeping Radish. Uh, it, they could have picked the worst name for that. <laughs> I, I don't get the name. I don't think I read that part. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was another interesting thing that kind of brings us to modern beer drinking in North Carolina. Uh, 2005 they had what was called the pop the cap bill okay and what the pop the cap bill did was it reclassified beer in the state Uh, up until 2005 uh, everything that was six percent and under was considered beer you you couldn't brew oh so anything over six percent they just said was illegal was well they considered it not beer i don't know if you could Hmm. i don't think you could i don't think you could produce it Huh. Because sometimes it just happens. Right. But if you did, it Oops. may have gotten yeah. a different classification. Oh, and who's okay. coming around testing this? Hmm? Who's coming around testing it? All you have to do is report it's a 5.9. Well, then you can't. Well, no, but I mean, you couldn't produce anything that was like 9% or 8%. Right. Yeah. Like, you couldn't produce anything big. You need to sandbag it. Yeah. If you did, I think it had to go through the state liquor. Because I think they're like us in that their their liquor is controlled by the state and is sold through state stores. Gotcha. Yeah. Maybe, Brian, did you see any, like, state stores while you were down there? I did not. And they sold wine and beer okay. in the grocery store, yeah. convenience stores. Mm. I, I think, like, with the pop the cap is what it did is it elevated all the uh, ABVs to include malt beverages up to, uh, like, 15 16%. Okay, so similar to what we saw with West Virginia a few weeks ago. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. I do know it's illegal to own a still. 
Well, I think it's illegal to own a still in most places. <laughs> no, no, you can you can own one. It's <laughs> <laughs> just that smile yeah, that crap across. Oh, no, the pond, do but it. I mean, it's really illegal in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Here, it's like, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Well, it's definitely really illegal in North Carolina because that's where bootlegging got real popular. Mm-hmm. And it got so popular that now that we have NASCAR. <laughs> yes. True. Yeah. <laughs> that's the truth. Adam will tell you about that. It's, yeah, it's true. <laughs> NASCAR yeah. originated from bootleggers. Mm-hmm. Good times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but nowadays, North Carolina is home to almost 300, just around 300 breweries. Wow. Yeah. Uh, including ones that we've talked about already, D9 and Catawba. Catawba. Uh, other favorite ones of ours, Burial. Yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> Especially for the uh, the can art. Yeah, can art. Uh, what's inside the can, too? Yeah, yeah no, it's, 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 it's what's both. on the inside that counts. It's both for me. I, I like everything that Burial puts out. Um, You know, Highwire, Noda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, we, were, we also talked about the collaboratory that's, uh, mm. that was opened by Canarchy down there. That just brings in everybody, like Green Man and Sierra Nevada, to just fuck around and <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> create whatever. Uh, one other last thing that I found interesting about North Carolina is they are part of kind of the craft maltster movement, and they they are home to three craft maltsters. Oh, okay, hmm. yeah. Uh, the Riverbend out of Asheville, the Carolina Malt House out of Cleveland. North Carolina. <laughs> Ooh, that's going to be confusing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the Epiphany Craft Malt out of Durham. Oh, right nice. on. Yeah. Go Durham. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought those are the interesting things that I found out about North Carolina. And those were all good. Yeah. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yep. Brian, did you have anything interesting from your experience down there that any other breweries that you visited? No, I didn't get to actually visit any breweries. It was a family trip. So, and it was only a few days, but I did get to go and pick up the beers that we're having tonight. And I wish I could have visited yeah. some breweries. But you did have some fun, though. You were, you oh, yeah. you were out in the river? Uh, Lake, Lake, Lake Norman. Nice. Ah, very nice. Yeah. Fishing or just relaxing? Uh, boating, jet skiing. Oh, yeah. All that fun stuff. It is fun. <laughs> Drinking beer. You got to do it all day. What was your favorite <laughs> sipper? Actually, I took some hitchhiker down. Nice. nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do right. you remember which one? Or which? Oh, it was uh, the inside outside. Is that what it, I think oh, it's called? Man. Outside they inside, so something like that. Ones. <laughs> yeah, it's a, one. It's one of their IPAs. Nice. Oh. Adam would have loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's always good to introduce Pennsylvania beers into another ecosystem. That's true. <laughs> I mean, that's what Southern Tier is doing, right? Because they've got their own brew pub there in Charlotte. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. That's, they're they're they, sliding out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They get to introduce Victory 6.0 and Southern yeah, Tier all, yeah. out, all out of that space. So, yeah. Another thing to check out when you're traveling through North Carolina. But, yeah. Uh, speaking of a beer that Adam does like, for real, no sarcasm. Correct. <laughs> we have the Catawba, Catawba. White Zombie, yes. wit beer. Adam, why don't you go ahead and talk about this one, because I'm sure it's going to be your favorite of the evening. Well, we don't know that, but probably. <laughs> <laughs> we, we suspect. Yeah, probably. Uh, no, this is a good beer. Uh, I think this is another one. Uh, I don't think this is necessarily a lake drinker, but I think this is a lakeside drinker. I think if you're sitting on the docks, you know, enjoying a, an evening, I think this would be a great beer for that. Uh, I, I liked it. I thought it was a good beer. Uh, I'd get a six-pack. I'd rip it up. 
Brian, what, what were your thoughts on this beer? Yeah. I liked it. It was uh, pretty clean. Um, pretty nice, probably on a colder summer night with the with the spice. But uh, yeah, nice, easy drinker, and it was delicious. Did Did you take away any notes or anything that you yeah, that you were hoping to apply to your own wet beer that you said you were just brewing? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because I'm going to put lots of coconut rum and pineapple in Ooh. my wet beer. All right then. That sounds like fun. Oh, what's that? You could call it a different kind of zombie. Actually, I'm thinking about calling it escape. Dude, you can call mm. that a mutated zombie. Well, I was like, I was the isn't the zombie cocktail like blue carousel and then mm, all that all yeah. that shit? Yeah, uh, could be. Yeah, yeah. just call it Thunder Kiss '65 and be done with it. <laughs> Dennis thoughts? <laughs> I I liked it. I thought it was a very um, stand up beer. White ales are great drinkers, um, but I like things traditionally that pack a little bit more of a punch. But that was definitely a good, um, like you guys said, a late sitting on the docks of the bay sipper for sure. Oh no no no! This is a white zombie, not a notice reading. Sitting on the docks of Bay. I don't think he was so angry when he sang that. So. <laughs> he wasn't through gritted teeth. The, no, no, no. That's you the know Ro- what's good for you. That's the Rob <laughs> Zombie cover. <laughs> sitting on the docks of the Bay. See your scary witch. <laughs> I would pay good money to hear that. Good honest. It's good to know money. when I when I feel so full. I just. Sound angry, which makes sense. <laughs> I'm quite uh, content. <laughs> yeah, for me, I though I'll just agree with what everybody else was saying. It's it's a good drinker, and with wit beers, I like either if it highlights an orange or it highlights a spice. This one highlights spice a little bit better, and but it's still very refreshing despite having that little little spice kicker to it. So yeah, otherwise, really good beer. And I think it's time for us to take a break. We'll come back with segment three. And we'll have one more North Carolina beer and something fun to do. In theory. In theory. (laughs) Well, it's going to be fun for some people. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. Okay, bye. Hi, I'm Matt. And I am Jesse. So, like, what is American Slacker, I guess, right? The highest amount of dick jokes per episode per podcast. We've been on the air for 57 straight years. 57 straight years of dick jokes. Things constantly soaring over my head. You pulling my chain and your weekly weird news. We're also cannabis friendly. We kind of sneak it in there, almost like you're lacing the brownies at the family reunion. It's a ride of your motherfucking life. Fucking 11, when there's only 10 on the dial. Weapons of mass destruction. It's a threat to society. Food assaults. Yeah, that happens too sometimes. An ostrich took a lit match into a fireworks factory. <laughs> I don't even know where to go in that one. No, that's our third story. Oh my God. America, what are you doing? So is someone dumb getting fucked over. Well, you know, they should have never gave raccoons rights, in my opinion. <laughs> oh my God. You can help us. You can help everyone. Download our shit now. We're second America. America. Welcome back. It's segment three of episode 116 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. We're here drinking North Carolina beer brought back by Brian from breweries. That all makes sense. Yeah, it all adds up. (laughs) (laughs) There's no murder mystery there. I don't know. We've been murdering these beers pretty good. That'd be yeah. true. Quick. Yeah. No mystery. (laughs) Well, get ready for your next murder. And this might be an assassination of character as well. Oh, man. But the third beer of the evening is the Pernicious 
IPA by Wicked Weed Brewing. Now, this show is a craft beer podcast. True. It's not an independent beer podcast. (laughs) It's it's good to note that. Just to, yeah, just to note that we've always said craft beer, and we do still consider this craft despite its ownership. <laughs> uh, it's only fair to give it its due diligence. Yes, we are able to compartmentalize that. Yes, <laughs> you have to. If it tastes good, it just tastes good. Mm-hmm. Right. That's just what it is. <laughs> if that makes you mad. You should stop being so mad at stupid shit. <laughs> There's bigger problems in the world. You should go yeah. volunteer at your local soup kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Or animal shelter. Or animal shelter. Or both. Go help somebody. Just on yeah. the same day. That's a pack schedule. Ooh, that is. Yeah. Not <laughs> alternate days. Animal shelter, pack schedule. I get it. <laughs> animal jokes. <sighs> I was going to let that one slide. I was like, they going to get it? I don't know. <laughs> This beer, though, it clocks in at 7.3 ABV, and it has 70 IBUs, and it is meant to mimic West Coast IPAs, Mm. despite being brewed in the southeast of America. Mm. Aha. (laughs) (laughs) So, no matter what, no matter the ownership, Adam will be mad. (laughs) But, like I said, we can compartmentalize. Still doesn't mean I'm going to like it, but I'm willing to try. So just a neat little note while you're pouring here, Steve. One thing I noticed, because I was, I got on the old untapped, as one tends to do, uh, just to look up some information. And one thing I noticed when I looked up Wicked Weed, uh, the reason I was looking to see where they're out of, they're out of Asheville. Mm. So, okay, that makes sense. That's a hub. Uh, but what's interesting is they now have a tag on the Wicked Weed Brewing uh, to say that it is a subsidiary of Anheuser-Busch on untapped. Hmm. Oh, Okay, interesting. I found that very interesting. Yeah, I'm not never... trying to hide it. I mean, no, 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 no. It's just interesting that Untapped is now tagging things that aren't independent. Yeah, because hmm. because it, it was you know Brewers Association released the independent label, right? So, but now Untapped seems to have taken it upon themselves to just tag things. Which that you aren't. would think, it, if they didn't have the independent label, you would assume that they're not independent. Like well, you, I mean, not everybody right? has signed up for that ah, program. Though. True. Yeah. So True. not everybody who's independent necessarily wants that on their cans. And stuff. Okay. And what's it, the other interesting thing is they are actually listed as a macro brewery. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, they have they're to under be. that umbrella. <laughs> right. I get that. Yeah, yeah. Sounded very interesting. <laughs> yeah. I've never yeah. seen one yeah. like that on Untapped. But again, I don't really care for right now because if this is a good beer for you guys. <laughs> he already knows it's not going to be for him. <laughs> Adam has a lot of useless knowledge in his head right now. He's like, I know a lot about Wicked Weed that I don't care about. No. <laughs> no. Looking at this beer, though, it does exemplify a good West Coast IPA. Yes. It has that nice golden straw color, and it is Very completely clear. clear. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You could definitely smell a fresh bouquet of hops. Oh, that's a resin. Yeah, it's there. Yeah. Not a six-point resin. <laughs> King of the IPAs. <laughs> Adam's not even like giving it uh, a little bit of nose. Nothing. I smelled it. I already know I'm <laughs> not going to like smell it. smell it from across the table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's hoppy as a mug. <laughs> yeah, but it don't taste like pottery. Yeah. Adam might argue with that. <laughs> no. <laughs> that ain't it, Chief. Nope. You, you look like someone starring on Forensic Files right now. Yeah. I never did who, think he would do that. Who, I had no idea. Who in the right mind? I'm just looking at all these files and I'm connecting this all together. <laughs> who is just 
the criminal that put this together. <laughs> Who would do this? Who are you? I always knew something was right about that boy. <laughs> Just got bits of red string going all over the table. <laughs> Connecting it all together. There's like multiple waves of hops. Like as you're drinking oh, yeah, it, yeah. you get some up front, carries you through the middle, and then just like hit you with a sledgehammer in the back end. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. It's a stupid beer. <laughs> there, I said it. Yeah, so Adam is mad at it. I'm not. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I don't. I'm not particularly impressed, but I do like the fact that I'm drinking a West Coast as compared to soft baby kisses of a New England IPA. You get to go back to the old country way. Yeah, yeah. Bring I, I, back, I, make you humble. Yeah, I appreciate having West Coast, but <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I'm not. Like, my socks aren't blown off. Yeah. It says that they use heavy resinous uh, American hops. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that could be anything. Floor sweepings. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Could be anything from pine needles to... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Floor sweepings. (laughs) Yeah. It's good. I like it. Yeah. It's a fine drinker. I don't... Yeah. I don't completely hate it, but I'm just not, you know, blown away. Right. I mean, I think there's, there's a lot of... Or at least pre-2015 there was a lot of hype for wicked weed and now that i'm having my first one right i don't know my socks are still on yeah (laughs) (laughs) but it's fine it's good and i appreciate it being a west coast and it does they did west coast well for being a north carolina brewery so i agree yep all right well so then i believe it is time to blow them out of the water Uh with our own beer Okay. Oh, uh, man. That we create in our very own episode of Beerify It. Yes. It's been a while since we've done Beerify It, but, you know, currently sitting at the table are four different home brewers. We all have our own tastes. We all have our own ideas. That's true. I thought I thought it was a good idea that we should try to Beerify a North Carolina beer from Pennsylvania. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what we're going to do is whatever beer we make, we have to make sure we put an OBX sticker on it. That way, everybody knows yeah. that we went there. Everybody has to know. It's kind of <laughs> like having XR racing mats in your car. It Correct. just goes faster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, we're going to create the North Carolina beer. First things first, what is North Carolina? Of course. The state. But what state? One of them. It is the Tar Heel State. Ah. Wait, the what heel? Tar Heel. Tar Heel. Mm-hmm. Hence the North Carolina Tar Heels. Yeah. No. The uh, alma mater of one Michael Jordan. Hmm. Heard about them. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. So with that in mind, uh, I believe that with it being the Tar Heel State, we're going to have to have a beer that's dark. Yes. We're going to have to have a beer that is tar. Heavy. Heavy. Hmm. Gluttonous. Dwarf. What? Dwark. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dwark. I was like, yep, Steve's That's finally the lost state. it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> if it kept happening, I would have called a doctor. <laughs> Me at Dwark. <laughs> <laughs> Did you blow a blood vessel? Yeah, no, I kind of yeah. thought it was a stroke, too. Yeah. I was like, uh, <laughs> are we going to have to stop this? Oh, I'll catch you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out podcast is over forever because he's the only forever. one that knows how to run the board. Canceled. <laughs> But reeling it back in with our Tar Heel beer, uh, it's going to have to be just a tar black stout. Yes. That means you have to make it darker than the high wire 
10W40 series. Yes. Yes. Everybody agrees? I agree. Okay. All right. With North Carolina, you obviously have several areas we're going to have to cover here. We've got the beaches of of the Outer Banks. Uh, We've got the Piedmonts. Uh, We've got the Smoky Mountains. We've got the metropolitan areas of, you know, the the Triangle with Raleigh and Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to have to address all of those. Okay. Barbecue. With we also have the the barbecue now, East Carolina barbecue, mustard based, is the best. Mustard based, yes, yes, yes. is the best. Yes, Kansas City can go kick rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I not kick rocks, but I mean, I do, I do actually. The last two sauces I bought, mm-hmm. one was Kansas City, and the other was the mustard style. So. I'm 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 partial to the the Carolina mm-hmm. barbecue. I think I think mustard style is real good with pork. pork. Now, yeah. now, yeah. if only Uncle Jamie would call me right now, <laughs> <laughs> then he could partake in this. Are we going to brew a fast for NASCAR? Ooh, now there's an idea. Hmm. We're going to have to have a yeah, but they're not drinking stout at NASCAR. You've never Yet. been to a NASCAR race, I have you? not. No, <laughs> don't drink anything. <laughs> <laughs> There's like box wine in the stands with them. It's easy to transport. Oh God. <laughs> so, so we've we've mentioned both barbecue and the Smoky Mountains. Mm-hmm. I think this has to be a smoked beer. That makes sense. Hmm. Yes. A, a smoked stout does make sense. Yes. A Rausch beer. Yes. A smoked pepper stout. And Ooh, then obviously you got okay. some rye in there then. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So maybe some smoked rye. Yeah. Yeah. For all the whiskey drinking. Dude, yeah, the boot it's going to happen. In the bootlegging. Playing homage. <laughs> Brian, you, you had talked about uh, making a, uh, bringing some peppers into this as well, correct? Correct. Uh, if I remember correctly, uh, Butt Pucker is out of North Carolina, which is the home of the Carolina Reaper. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. Ooh, so we, we gotta bring them in the play. Spicy, smoky rye stout. Yes, but do we want the pepper to actually play a lot in the spice or on the flavor of the pepper itself? The spice. The, 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 uh, the spice. I, I, <laughs> Carolina I, Reapers don't have any actual flavor to them. No, hate. it's just all hot. It's just it's all just hate, hate and malice. Yeah, and contempt. <laughs> Use the pepper for the heat, not the flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like after you cross past habanero nothing has flavor mm. it's just all nightmares it's sweating. <laughs> just keep an extra pack of o-rings right exactly <laughs> they're just dick swinging beers right dick, dick swinging, swinging peppers, peppers. that's what i was going for but it's both yeah. Yeah. bdps <laughs> man bdps yeah. dick peppers <laughs> we could also try using pepper x Yes. Yeah. If we can even, get our hands on it. If the even hotter one. Well, I mean, you just got to ask Pepper Ed or whatever his name is. You know, the owner of Butt Pucker. Right. <laughs> Pucker Butt. It's Pucker Butt. Which I'm Ed really Pucker glad that, he, that they are successful with a name like Butt Pucker. Pu- uh, I think it's Pucker Butt. Pucker Butt? I think it might be Pucker Butt. Oh, okay. Whichever one it is. It's I'm, one of those two. I'm glad <laughs> they're successful. <laughs> Either way, it means the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that up. well, it's just like, you know, you know, you Google it and one thing might come up. <laughs> well, that's true. Do not click on images. <laughs> yeah. Save search on. Save, Save search, search on. on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, we've, got, we've got the smoky Roush. We've got the barbecue spices. We've got peppers for spices. We've got the rye for the whiskey. We've got the dark, dark stout. For the Tar Heels, what are we missing? Anything else we can add in? Well, so we got to decide like what hot profile. Unless you're doing this in stages, oh, I think we can. 
right, or are we just going to go with Fuggle? <laughs> oh, Hell no. yeah, Fuggle. <laughs> I know Adam loves that Fuggle, but... <laughs> Given the choice. <laughs> with all the other adjuncts and everything we're putting in there, do you think, like, are they just going to overpower whoever? Yeah, Very we don't want them hop. fighting each other. Like, yeah. It, I mean, it's, if anything, you're, you're maybe looking at, like... Unless like, you want to put a little pine in there from the mountains right mm. from the piedmonts yeah yes. there you go that's actually where i was gonna go Substitute with that. that for the hops yeah so it becomes more of a almost like a, a sati instead of a just a straight up stout because you're brewing it in the old viking style hmm. not that vikings have anything to do with north carolina nope. <laughs> that's much more of a minnesota thing yeah <laughs> that's a minnesota and a halifax thing you yeah. can sell it both there <laughs> but yeah take take some pine needles mm -hmm. give it a little spruce or spruce tips <laughs> yeah a spruce damn that's a lot going on in there well this is this is tourists from pa <laughs> brewing what they think north carolina should have <laughs> And put an OBX sticker on it. <laughs> Slap it on there. It sounds good. I think we've got most of it covered. I think we've got most of it. I'm trying to think if there's need the any... speed. The speed. Yeah. Speed. <laughs> hmm. We could serve it out of a three-man water balloon launcher. Okay. <laughs> Wait, didn't BrewDog brew a beer on the NASCAR track? Did they? That sounds like something BrewDog would I do. I think they did. Hmm. Sounds right. Ooh. We could put ours just in the back of a pace car. Actually, it was, a, it was oh, one of the, uh, right, yeah. the trucks from the trucks hmm. series. Ah. I did not know that. Huh. That's not surprising, though. No, that sounds like <laughs> something they would do. Yeah. They've, showboating. They've, no, show, show trucking. Show trucking. Show trucking. They have done showboating, though, because they put <laughs> they, they brewed a beer on a fishing boat. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Uh, Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> And then they've also brewed a beer by sinking it to the bottom. Of oh, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. about that. Is yeah. that the one they put in a taxidermy squirrel? No. No, 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 no that's, that a, that's a whole too. other beer. Oh, that yeah. one's different, too. See, it's just insane. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> no, the taxidermy squirrel one, they used an old ice cream factory to achieve the low temperature to separate the beer and alcohol. Do they call that cold distilling? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a good old cold distill. <laughs> we could cold distill this beer that we're talking about. It's kind of like cheap distilling. <laughs> we need a name, though. Hmm. Hmm. That's that's the hard part, is coming up with a name for this. Hmm. I didn't know. I know how it should be distributed, though. How should it be distributed? You talk about that <laughs> really we quickly in NASCAR? Should, well, yeah, it should be distributed just by cars running along state lines. <laughs> in a black Trans Am. Bootlegging. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Mm. With a truck painted with a horse and wagon. <laughs> Very subtle. <laughs> you know, you could call it the Boss Hog. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. the Dukes of Hazard was in Georgia. Yeah, well, totally different could, state. Could call it Boss Hog. I'm just saying. It's, a thing <laughs> call. it's all bootlegging. <laughs> it's all bootlegging to me. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna do that, we may as well go back to Mayberry. <laughs> How about just the Tar Heel Stout? I, I, but I'm, there's so much more going on in there. Like we got the spices, we got the peppers. I, I think the name has to, like, kind of encompass that. That's why I was thinking Boss Hog, because that's bootlegging and barbecue. Mm. Mm. You could just call it the Need for Speed Stout. That's pretty close to the Speedway Stout. Need for Speedway. <laughs> <laughs> the Need for Sued by Alesmith Stout. Because <laughs> the spiciness is like kicking on nitro. Or you may need the Need for Speed in the morning. 
Mm. That's true. That's a very good point. How we would serve it is on nitro yeah. to take oh, care of the speed. speed. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like Smart. it. I still think it should be on the back of a pace car. <laughs> Why not both? Okay, both. <laughs> While we live in this magical both world, if anything's possible. Yes, it's a magical, magical world of everything's possible. Listen, when you got Hop Nation money, you can make things like this happen. Live you your dreams. You guys have the greatest sponsors. <laughs> sure do, for Sip Brew Box. <laughs> yep, we're all in the same boat. <laughs> Thanks for coming on and drinking somebody else's beer. <laughs> I'd do it anything. <laughs> if anybody's got something else nitro speed style i don't have a good name so i can't give one <laughs> brian it's down to you <laughs> i'm wrong dennis has something adam has nothing <laughs> you gotta be got <laughs> you gotta beat dennis to win that's right <laughs> or we could just say ain't dry county no more mm. Stout. Mm. but mm. it's long but it plays on the history it sure does. Oh, how about this Carolina Reaper Stout? Carolina Reaper Stout? Although I already brewed that, so no. Carolina, <laughs> Carolina but Craft Reaper Beer Stout. has had tons of like ins- insane names. Yeah, yeah. So I think Ain't Dry County No More Stout, even though it sounds long, it really isn't compared to like all the crazy stuff that's out there. Yeah. I Maybe the Carolina Rebellion? Ooh, oh, that's a good one. There we go. On there. Yeah. I like the Carolina Rebellion. Because you're rebelling against the old history. Yeah. 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 But it has the Carolina pepper in it. Yeah. I like it. You went done. Okay. Lock it <laughs> Nailed in. it. I did it with the help of all of you. Aww. <laughs> we had to go through all the things that were wrong. and then. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, the Carolina Rebellion, a completely black stout that's made with smoked rye. <laughs> Uh, barbecue, uh, barbecue spice and little mustard pellets. Yeah, and uh, Carolina Reaper peppers. Oh God, it sounds like tips. a whole meal. And spruce tips <laughs> on nitro instead of instead of hops. Yes, on nitro. <laughs> That's a damn meal. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, it would. Oh God, it's gonna compete with like all the burgers and all the barbecue. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be savory. Mm. That's the new thing, savory beers. All right, now we gotta actually do it. We don't have to do it. I say anybody who's down at the co laboratory should do it. <laughs> Hit us up. We'll come down and help you out. Figure Dude. it out, cigar. City. Or any home brewer <laughs> that's listening to this, just yeah. do it. Yeah. Let's or know. any of those kids at NC State that we talked about, you do it. <laughs> Get yourself an internship at New Belgium, <laughs> and then invite us down. Yeah, and then sell them the recipe, and then once they sell buy the recipe, then we sue New Belgium. Because they stole our recipe because that wasn't a recipe to be sold. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Money. <laughs> when you ain't got wealthy sponsors, you find a way. <laughs> and then Adam gets to drive the pace car just like he wants. Yeah. <laughs> then we'll have Petey Pablo money. <laughs> Raise up. <laughs> well, then, until that time, we'll just stick to drinking the beers that we have. And that includes the Wicked Weed Pernicious IPA. Final thoughts? <laughs> I was a fan. I mean, I know it was a little... Not what you were expecting, Steve, um, but it hit the hot profile that I liked. Uh, just a wave of continuous hot punches to my tongue. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Brian? I really liked it. Um, I really like West Coast IPAs, just as long as it's not like I'm licking a pine car freshener, air freshener. <laughs> um, Dropping yeah. sap on your tongue. <laughs> right. It was, yeah, it's Ooh. very good. Um, a little strong to be a uh, all-day drinker, but... Very good. Yeah, I'd agree with what you just said, Brian. It's it's a little much to just drink it all day. 
but it's still a good representation of a West Coast IPA. But yeah, otherwise, it's not completely amazing. It's just kind of like, oh, right. here's a good West Coast IPA. Here's one that's in their portfolio. But it's not in the Southeast. Yeah. So yeah, if you're if you're <laughs> if you can get it in North Carolina because you're not in California anymore, you're not in Oregon. <laughs> you, know, you, you go to something, and that's a good example of one. So there you go, Adam. Pointless and tedious to get through. Okay, <laughs> I'm shallow, I'm pedantic. <laughs> like, are you a food critic now? <laughs> nah. I don't. I don't think you could call it shallow because there's way too much flavor in it. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> That's not shallow. Unfortunately, all of those flavors are flavors that I don't particularly like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Tasteless wheat beers you can call shallow. <laughs> Cream <laughs> ales you can call shallow. <laughs> this is mm. just mm-hmm. not shallow. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not shallow. This is a punch. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slog to get through. Yeah. I didn't like for it. you. For me. <laughs> for you. <laughs> Everybody knows that going right. in. <laughs> right. And to the surprise of nobody. <laughs> and I like it. So with that in mind, let's jump right to the podium. Who wants to rank their beers first? I'll go. What the hell? Okay. Uh, I'll just continue my conversation. Hey, guess what was in third place? Wicked Weed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I just told you why. Uh, yeah, didn't like it. Uh, more style than anything else. It Knife to a gunfight when it comes to my palate. It wasn't. It wasn't gonna win, and it didn't. So, yeah, I don't need to explain it any further. In the silver medal position, this is where things do get a bit tougher. But I do believe I'm gonna put the D9 Tropical IPA, the Hakuna Matata, in the silver medal position. Uh, that was a lot more palatable. It was a a lot more enjoyable compared to what Wicked Weed had. Uh, it didn't quite have the tropicalness that I was hoping for. Uh, it didn't have the, uh, the Tropicana taste that Heavy Heat, Heavy Seas has with their Tropical IPA. Mm. Uh, I would put those two on, on the same kind of plateau platform, but I would still give the edge to the Tropicana. I didn't think the D9 was quite there. Still a good beer for a Tropical IPA, but it wasn't the best that I've ever had. Uh, but for the gold medal position, I got to go with Catawba, the White Zombie, the White Ale. Seven glorious IBUs. <laughs> good beer. Good drinker. If I had to make a choice between the three to grab a six-pack, no doubt. Far and away winner. Kataba gets it with the white zombie. Right on. I'm going to go uh, next, and I'm going to echo what Adam said about the bronze. Not for the same reasons. <laughs> I actually did like the beer. Uh, but I'm going to put the Wicked Weed Pernicious IPA in there. And it's simply just going in the bronze for two reasons. One, it's generally kind of average. I've I've had better West Coast style IPAs that have like more flavor. And the other thing is that you can't drink a whole bunch of these because you, you will get palate fatigue pretty quickly. And it's like, it's fine. It's good. It's drinkable. It's just, I, I've had better west coast ipas uh with that in mind i'm going to put the white zombie in silver differing from adam i like this beer a lot too it's just that it has a little bit of a thickness to it and it has uh the 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 spice kick can also wear uh, wear on your palate a little bit more and i like this beer though because it really does prove like the 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 seasonal of it 
wasn't enough for just fall. Like this is, I could drink this any time of year. It just so happens that we're in summer and I'm sweaty. So I want something that I is super refreshing, and the White Zombie isn't as refreshing as the D9 Tropical IPA. The Hakuna Matata is super refreshing, super easy drinking. I already said I would just drag this along, <laughs> by, you know, behind an inner tube, and just drink it all day. And like I think it's what seven percent or so, so you could crush a good number of these, and still you know catch a quick buzz. It's a it's Mary Lemieux. Six 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 six. So yeah, hmm. so pretty close to seven percent. But yeah, otherwise, yeah, it's it's a nice robust beer. It has, and you're not going to wear out your palate because even though it may not have the best representation of a tropical IPA, because I, I agree with Adam in saying the Tropicana that one has a lot of pineapple yeah. flavor. That's heavy. Yeah, seas heavy seas. <laughs> uh, but this one is still just very refreshing, and I would just love to have a bunch more hey d9 send more beers <laughs> <laughs> dennis adam uh, yeah dennis Brennan, so i uh, what i would say coming up in the bronze position this is actually kind of interesting we th- this may be the first time we all ended up with extremely like different rankings hmm. typically one out of the two of us kind of favor each other i guess um so in bronze position is for me is actually going to go to Kataba white zombie white ale i thought it was definitely a really good beer now they were all good beers tonight however that beer just didn't have anything that stuck out enough to me it was a refreshing drinker but if it would have played a little bit more in the coriander or played a little bit more on the um on the spice notes there just wasn't any peaks it was just a plateau which again it's refreshing but me personally i need a little bit more than that um in the silver category i'm going to put the wicked weed um ipa it like i said earlier it just hit you in about three different waves of hops just rolling along the back of your tongue to the back of your throat i enjoyed it um but exactly like steve said it's so heavy that you can't do that um all day you can have one Maybe have some more, though, white zombies and Mm -hmm. then have another one. Um, But coming up in my gold category goes to D9 Tropical IPA, the Kuna Matata. It gave me enough of a little knowing that the hop's there to keep my hop profile happy. uh, But it was also refreshing enough to where I could drink that all day. Uh, Right on. Well, Brian, you brought back the beers from the breweries that were in North Carolina. So why don't you bring in your reviews i couldn't really find more bees so (laughs) reviews for the brews (laughs) (laughs) um actually my ratings are going to be the same as dennis um i have drank these beers over the weekend and over the weekend i would have said wicked weed would have been my in my in first place for me but after drinking them again um definitely white zombie in the bronze it's just it's it's blue moon basically it's you know you get it anywhere it's basic um but it's an easy drinker in the uh silver i'm gonna go with the wicked weed very good west coast ipa um a lot of hops going on just can't drink a lot of them or you're gonna not taste anything for three days (laughs) um and in the gold the d9 tropical ipa it's just refreshing it's an easy drinker on a summer day 
Um, probably can throw back six of these easily. That's true. And challenge accepted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So that's it. Right on. Well, thanks again for bringing these beers back for us. Yes, oh, thank welcome. you very much. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah, it's a, it's nice being able to try a new state. I mean, even though we've had D9 before, it's still like, you know, it's good to have more. Right. I want more. More yeah. D9 and more burial. How the fuck do we make this happen? <laughs> I'll go back down again. Uh, well, okay. Just need to email. Hit them up on Facebook. Have the fans out there listening to this, hit them up. I just so no. I just more. want somebody to distro them. I don't need people to like no. crowdsource. Work. I don't want people to work their ass off. I just want distro in our area. <laughs> she, she, sliding into the DMs isn't working too hard. Yeah, I, I, no, I, that's I, evil genius. Yeah, I just don't uh, want to tax. True. I don't want to tax people. Also, the thing is, if it's coming by mail, I have to wait. I don't want to wait. I just want to go to JR's and get my damn crowler as a burial in the skillet in the griddle. No, if you're gonna find it anywhere, it's gonna be JR's. I know if I find it. Anywhere. <laughs> Actually, they need to be one of the sponsors. We talk about them so much. <laughs> JRs and House of House of Beers and yeah, yeah should all give us beer. <laughs> <laughs> that was Steve turning into a grouchy old man. Yeah, we just give some hey, sure. give us beer. Vintage Estate. We give them all fucking free advertising all the time. And our monies, huh? They and our monies and, and our, our monies, monies. for buying. Yeah, they take our monies for buying beers, but. Anyway, Dennis, what, what what do you have coming up? Go back through your dates. You got Fresh Fest coming up August 10th. Yep, Fresh Fest coming up. Um, we have a pop-up event at Fury Brewing on Irwin, um, right outside of Pittsburgh. Uh, we have something in the works for NX Brewing. We're going to do a Fresh Fest uh, event down there as well. So just stay tuned, really, on our social medias at First Hit Brew Box um, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We post all that stuff out there, and we're going to have some really unique events coming up. Right on. And Brian, you got Cooper's Lake coming up, and anything else your people can come and taste your beers at? Um, not my beers, but um, Trub has their Brewing Up a Cure on October... 12th maybe no okay hang on 19th 19th october 19th i was was a weekend off (laughs) we we had to find the clues at the energy innovation center yeah on the north side we'll be at that one as well Mm -hmm. i mean not sharing beer we'll be drinking yeah (laughs) we'll be sharing with ourselves (laughs) yeah that's the best kind of share we we both we love cooper's lake and we love brewing up a cure Mm. so you'll be able to find us walking around there yes take a picture if you want smoking (laughs) and barbecuing nice oh man that sounds so nice. good well if you want to find us on social media all you have to do is search hop nation usa and that'll get you twitter instagram and facebook and if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the hop nation usa podcast every friday as you should then search hop nation usa on your favorite podcatcher like stitcher Podbean, google music play uh, google apple podcasts google podcasts laughable player fm a bunch of other stuff. I feel like there's more every time. Castify. <laughs> Wait, are Spotify. Some, are all these real? <laughs> Sometimes. Okay, cool. <laughs> you have people out there looking that up. <laughs> I, but it, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA. Like, just That's put true. it, just just make put it, it into Google yourself. and you'll find yeah. it. Like, you know, but if you're on, like, the big platforms like Spotify, Apple, or iHeartRadio, we're on all those, too. Uh, but if you're on any of those platforms, leave us a five-star review because... We are a six-star show but they only let us use five. And that's a bigger crime than D9 and Burial not destroying to Pittsburgh. Damn it. Damn it. But with that, we will be back next week, and uh, we'll be 
drinking IPAs. Yes. I can tell you that for sure. These IPAs are going to be bigger and stronger, tougher than the ones we had today. Stupider. That's stupider. <laughs> More awesome. Double awesome. <laughs> With a special guest host. Yeah, Sam's back. Yeah, Sam's that's back. Why, that's why we're drinking IPAs. I that's know. all it is. I know. <laughs> Basically, uh, we've just plotted like it out. King of hops or something? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, he's a hop head for sure. <laughs> I Sam is my backup when we drink IPAs. It's... <laughs> I get ganged up on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, I'm sorry. already mentally preparing for next week's episode. I already know what's going to happen. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> and then week after that, we'll be doing something. Dennis will be back. Yeah, uh, we'll probably be talking Fresh Fest. And if you listen in, you can win a ticket to Fresh Fest. Yes. So two weeks from now, tune in. Tease, 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 tease. Uh, for now, though, we'll just see you next week. 